Photography World, a podcast for everyone passionate about landscape photography. I'm Grant Swinburne and I'll be your host on this show discussing the world of landscape photography. This time I'm talking to Tyson Waldron about his landscape photography journey. Tyson is a self-taught landscape photographer from country Victoria, living in Melbourne. Working as a full-time tradesman and shooting when he's not at work, Tyson loves to explore Victoria to find the unshot compositions. We talk about how he got started and how where he grew up and lives has shaped his photography and the way he looks at the world. We also touch on NFTs, a topic that's known for controversy and is definitely moving at the speed of the internet. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi Tyson, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, going well, going well. For a Friday? Nah, that's it, mate. Lockdown Fridays. Yeah. So thank, thanks very much for coming on, on the podcast. It's, uh, it, I, I asked you on specifically because uh, I, I really like a lot of what you do. You know, uh, one of the reasons why I like what you do is that you've got a very varied portfolio. You don't kind of just stick to Astro. There's, you know, a bit of architectural, there's, you know, light trails, there's a bit of flow and ocean, there's forest scenes and waterfalls and so forth, which is a little bit kind, kind of similar to what I, I kind of do. But, you know, so what, what is it that got you into landscape photography in the first place? What, how, how did you start? Uh, I reckon it was years ago when I was traveling around Europe, I came home and I had that holiday, you know, that holiday feeling. I was like, oh, I don't want this to end. And it was like on the weekends, I was like, oh, what can I do? What can I do to get out? And I only just recently moved down to Melbourne from Country Vic. And I was like, oh, I'll start traveling around, you know, start seeing some of the sites we got around. And I bought a cheap camera and it was expensive to me at the time. Bought yeah, a cheap camera. First, that's, a, that's, that's it, you know, it was like just a point and shoot. And I was like, oh, this is precious, but kind of grew from there and I was like, oh, these beaches, that beach, like, I didn't believe these places existed in Victoria. I was shocked. I was like, oh, wow. Well, before you take photos, you don't really look at your surroundings, you know, you kind of... You just sort of go there, go to swim, towel off and get the car and go Yeah, that's it, you know, you just like, oh, yeah, whatever, but... And then, yeah, Instagram came along not long after that and I just started putting a few up here and there, but kind of just grew from there, really. Yeah. So when, when when you say you know Instagram sort of came along, you 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 started posting stuff on. Obviously, you started looking around. Who who sort of started to influence how you how you started to shoot and edit? I reckon I reckon it was Chungy, Chungy photos. Yeah. I saw a few of those and I was like, that can't be real. I was like, no yeah. way. He, he and then it grew from there. Job. Like, yeah. oh mate, they're unreal. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, I want to get there one day, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, the, one, the ones I really like are his, his all-nighters where he does a, a you know a, a, a dust till dawn. You know he's got the milky yeah. way, sunset and sunrise all in the same. I've shot. tried to emulate those. How and the hell just, do you do it that? It just doesn't happen. I'm like, man, I'm like, how are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. But now I kind of grew from that, man. It just it's just taken off. It's taken over my life now. So yeah, I'm not complaining. Hey, you're not doing it full time though, are you? No, I'm a, I'm a tradie during the day, just a uh, joiner, installer. So that takes up most of my time, 5 a.m. till 5 p.m. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean there. So what, 
what what sort of things uh, you know? I, I guess motivated you was was it just seeing some of those amazing shots from people like Chungy that went, okay, how do they do that? And that's where I want to I want to you know create something like that, or was it just pretty much like I've always had my finger in technology, you know, either like gaming or computers or this or that, but. I started taking photos and I was like, oh, you can edit them. You can kind of change this. You can make it look like that. And I think that part hooked me more than anything where I could make something that I want to make it look like, you know, I could control the image to, to how I wanted to see it. But it's changed over the years, definitely. But I reckon that's what got me hooked. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get you. So when... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, when when was the last time you were out shooting, and uh, where did you go? Uh last time. Ooh, I reckon I went down to. Um, I've been working in the Mornington Peninsula lately, so I've been pretty lucky. And yeah. I was just found a few spots on um on Google Maps. I was like, oh, I want to check out that coastline a bit closer, and just went down after work one day, like overcast day, and the sky opened up and I had some crazy light, good atmosphere, like it just turned crazy, like couldn't plan any better. <laughs> so I was pretty lucky mate, there. But... Mate, you love it when that happens. <laughs> oh, mate, I wasn't even planning for it. It's like a scouting trip and yeah. oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't be happier. So Nice. nice. No, that's probably about it, probably two months ago now, I reckon, six weeks yeah. ago. Okay. So what, how, how do you think where you live influences how you shoot? Um, oh, it, has a, it has a huge impact, like... I'm only 45 minutes away from some of the best coastlines here in Victoria. So it's yeah. pretty much a no brainer. I'm, I'm always checking the weather, checking the tides. So things are lining up. I'm pretty much in the car, getting down there, dragging the girlfriend with me. Nice. You know, go to the same spot, 10 places to get that shot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's nice that she comes with you. When, when you go uh, with her, what, what does she get up to? She just sit there and say, Come on, Tyson, time to go. Or pretty much. Really she's pretty good. She's pretty good. At the start, she's like, well, we can't go back to the same places. I'm like, no, you wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the get it's not quite right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, the light's got to be there. There's got to be a cloud there, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, she's good with it now. You know, she'll just do her own thing or take a few photos of her own. But yeah. no, nah, it's what we do on the weekends now, you know. No, def def definitely good if you got. I mean, I. I, I shoot a bit on my own, but when I can, I, I, I take the wife with me. Yeah. You know, I mean, she, she loves coming hiking with us, particularly you know, if we go hunting waterfalls. Um, and before, just before the lockdown, I was actually starting a series um, of sort of all the Illawarra coast, you know, around uh, Macquarie Pass and yeah, know, right, eh? uh, Minamurra Falls and all those around, uh, yeah. around the Illawarra. And uh, I was trying, I was planning on doing all of the falls down there, you know, sort of all the way down to, you know, about, you know, uh, Kiama. Um, oh, yeah, right. Eh? But, you know, lockdown started. So I've kind of put that on hold. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was great because, you know, she, she loves getting out and about with us and, you know, she'll, yeah, you know, as I jokingly say, you know, it's someone else to carry some of the camera gear too. But uh, no, that, that's the thing too. It's good <laughs> when you got someone out there who likes it as well. You know, it's like, yeah. But that, that's the thing. If you, if you, well. she doesn't share the passion for uh, photography so much, but she kind of, yeah, kind of gets it, and she she understands why it's important to me. And yeah, I think, yeah. You know, that, that that's the important thing. If you 
if you've got a, a relationship where, you know, there's a, a bit of give and take and you, you know, you, you're uh, considerate of each other's needs, then, uh, you know, you can, you can get a really good partnership going and uh, yeah, that's uh, it. Get, get her to carry some of the gear. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying there. Yeah. So what, what, are you, what would you say you're trying to communicate with your photography or are you just taking shots of things you think look good? Um, it started off like that, but now, like, with social media, obviously, you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I want something you kind of scroll across and you go, oh, wow, what, what's that? Oh, look like, at that again, yeah. It's, like, it's bright, it's in your face, it's sharp, it's it's yep. kind of coming at you a little bit, you know, so I always try to add that. you're succeeding in that. <laughs> that's all right, that's that's the aim anyway, but try add that field of depth into it, you know, it kind of draws you in and you're like, oh, wow, check out, like, the layers, like, the depth through that, but... That's the main goal, I think, but not really to sell prints or anything like that. So yeah. So do 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 you print much at all, or? Um, I have been lately. Like I've been enjoying print my own work, and you take a different view on it once you print it. Oh, absolutely. Once you see yeah. it in a light, like, and all the different papers. So your dark images on mats and your glosses, and yeah, yeah. I could, if I had a heap of money, I'd be printing everything, but. Yeah, well, I've I've been lucky. I've sold sold a couple of uh, nice big uh, acrylics. Um, oh, really? Yeah, which ah, oh, just when when you see them come out of the out of the uh, the print shop, it's just yeah, yeah. You just fall in love. I, for me, I I can I can sort of see myself at that spot, thinking what I was yeah. thinking at that time. You know, when you see it at the in yeah the size because. These things are sort of like one and a half meters by a meter, you know, tall. Oh, really? Yeah. Massive, massive big print. And, you know, when, when you're doing that, the one thing you've got to be careful of, obviously, is making sure that you've got to, you know, depending on the, the, the style of shot it is, you know, you've you got all the detail. You know, I've got, I've got one actually on my wall that I printed myself. Yeah. Um, because I, I really love it. And it was up at Summers, Summersby Falls. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And it's just got so much depth in it because it was taken down the bottom. Uh, it's got these whirlpools. I did a did another edit and posted it not not that long ago, actually. Yeah. Um, but it's got these whirlpools down the pool at the bottom, and you can see the falls, the the, the lower falls, sort of off in the distance. But in yeah, amongst okay. that, all the rock ledges have got all these ferns and moss and everything on it. And, you know, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, even up close, you get into it and you can just sort of fall into the image. It's the details, it's, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's just all these details there. It's it just sucks you into it. Yeah. Yeah. Just magic to look at. I, I, I love it's it. It's like a Where's Waldo image, you know? You yeah, kind exactly. of can't stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so every, every, I mean, it's up in, um, uh, up in our living room, and every time I sort of walk past it, uh, you know, I, I, I keep finding something new, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when when you when you print, what are you what are you what what sort of things are you printing for yourself? You know, you're doing books or just sort of you know uh, things to kind of just wall made or? a um just a portfolio for myself. You know, just kind of to look back over the years, check progress. Because it's one thing to edit on a screen, and once you take that backlight out of a, a image, you view it completely different. So yeah, kind of. I wouldn't mind hanging a few up. I've printed heaps off now, but I've barely hung any. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's the goal one day. I think you know. Yeah. Now I've I've um I've just ordered a, a new one. I was uh, having a chat with the wife. It's um 
a uh, big pano shot of uh, Camel Rock. And, oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting on it to be delivered. So uh, that yeah, I, I think that that's going to look pretty good up up above the bedhead. So that's the, that spot. Uh, yeah, I love that yeah. spot. But no, it's it's going to. Uh, I think that they really pop. You know, when you when you get them printed, particularly when you print them up big. You know, yeah, that's that. it. So when 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 you when, when you're doing printing, you know, you mentioned you know the losing that backlight because you haven't got the the, the screen. So what yeah. what sort of things are you doing to prep your image? You know, other than you know you you brighten it obviously, but you know you're doing any particular sharpening or any particular processing that you that you would uh, do. It's a little. For, I mean, obviously Instagram, you know. It's, yeah, you can chuck noisy as images up, but you know, you can. Yeah, it's so small, you can get away with a lot of gear on there. But yeah, prints a whole new game. I'm still trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what the best settings are like sharpen for print, sharpen for screen kind of things. Doing a high pass before we send it off, you know. But yeah. even the papers reflect differently. So if you print from a pearl to a semi matte, you know, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, but um. I really like the black and whites at the moment. Like once you take that you know, that white light from the screen out, and you get such a flat image, I don't know. It really sets them off. So yeah, no, I'll be totally. stuck on the black and whites. Yeah, you you get you get a black and white on some beautiful art paper, and it's just stunning. You know, it's yeah. It's, the, the other the other thing I've I've found with print is that it's actually quite forgiving uh, on your highlights, a little less so on your blacks. But yeah, because even if you've blown your highlight, the only thing that's you're going to see pretty much is the paper, and, and that's it. Yeah, but yeah. your blacks they, they do add a lot of contrast to your photos. So, yeah, I think that's probably the hardest bit to tackle is getting your screen calibrated to the print. So, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I, I, know, I know some people they get right into the tech of it, you know, and they. I, yeah. I think an important part of it is really talking to the, the the guys that are doing the printing and finding out what what they need to get the best out of it. You know. So, yeah. 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 You know, I've 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 got a bunch of guys uh, that I use. Um, you know, there's, there's actually two places that I go to, and it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm doing acrylics, I'll go to one. But if I'm doing like a you know uh, a, an art paper, I'll go to a different mob simply because the i've seen the results from both in both sort of mediums and you know yeah okay yeah i've just got a preference you know but the important yeah. thing is communicating with them and telling them what you're trying to do and yeah that's you, it what you want and you know talking to them about what their processes are and what they're gonna you know what they're going to do and what they're not going to do as well because yeah you know, i mean a lot, of exactly these, right. a lot of these print places you know you chuck your image up online and push a button and pay for it and that's, that's it, it. then that, that's it like they don't care yeah. <laughs> for the best. Come, comes back and you kind of go yeah it's not really what i was looking for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know you're saying there how did you sort of look to put in the the hard yards to understand the you know the the, the processing and shooting you know workflows that you kind of needed to get the results you were looking for it's kind of i don't know it's just how i've tackled everything in life really it's kind of just put all your eggs in one basket and go for it. Don't take shortcuts. Just yep. learn why, how, when, you know, kind of just understand what you're trying to do and get the most out of it. Yeah. But it did, it did take a while at the start. Like it was way over my head. I was looking at colors and shades and contrast and tonal curves. And I was like, what is this? But 
Yeah, the first time you open Photoshop, it's a bit of a bit of a beast. Yeah, what? <laughs> you just like, what is this? <laughs> what what do any of these things do? And and then you then you find out that there's 25 different ways of doing exactly the same thing. You know? Oh, and that, that's it. And then it, it digs you in a deeper hole, and you're like, oh, where am I now? <laughs> <laughs> so which one works best? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So lot, lots of lots of YouTube, lots of lots of playing about. Pretty much, yeah. Heaps of YouTube, just flat out YouTube. And I bought a few tutorials from like um I'll tell you I learned to use Photoshop. I used Creative Live. They got like oh, yeah, online yeah. tutorials. Yeah. So I got a few of those just to learn how to use Photoshop. Like when I first opened up Photoshop, I was like, what is this? What are all these buttons? But once you know, you only need a few tools out of it and you're pretty much set. Yeah. And then I kind of just built from there, like a few tutorials here, pick what I like best and just put it in my workflow and voila. But I don't think I edit one image the same every time. Like every image is a complete different workflow, I think. Yeah, wow. Okay. So it's just a bit of a bit of madness, really. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want and I'll just work on it for 10 hours if I have to. But Yeah. And then if you don't know how to do something, you'll look it up and... Off you go. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, oh, I want some more contrast here or there, but yeah, yeah. pretty much it's luminosity masks now is the way to go for me. So yeah, so you do do a lot of bracket shooting and uh, you know bl blending through masking and uh, and that's pretty much yeah. Everything I usually I shoot everything's focus stacked, so ah, right. I like yep. to shoot everything manual. So I just find you have more control. They foreground tree to the left horizon the sky just a few things like that and then i like to just blend it manually in photoshop so i'll be like oh, i remember when i was there there's that bush i'll brush that in then that yeah. rock there and sometimes i might have 12 different frames yeah well, but it all comes together in the end so yeah sometimes my files are like two or three gig big you know <laughs> wow you just jamming up on me but must have a beast of a machine then i oh, it's a Oh, it's getting there. It's taking its toll now. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I had to uh, upgrade. I, I remember it was, it was a few years ago now, but I had to upgrade because I was um, really stretching the, uh, the the 16 gig memory that I had in the machine. Oh, pushing the limits. And it was grinding and aching <laughs> with some of the shots that I was editing and it was kind of like, uh, it's time time to, time to up yeah. the memory. So I, I just bought another... Uh, you know, chuck, chucked out the, the 16 gig uh, chips and uh, bought, you know, 32 gig. And uh, since then, it's been uh, pretty smooth. But Makes it a bit more enjoyable too. Oh, yeah. Just sitting there waiting for a process. And, oh, I'll just go and make a cuppa while that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the swirly bar. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah try, try to avoid that now. But uh, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little bit quicker for some stuff. There's still some stuff that it just sits there and it just takes an age. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it just depends on what you're doing. So you you said you you sort of uh, came from country Victoria. Were you shooting when you were living there, or? Nah, not really. Like, didn't really do much back there. There wasn't much to do. Like, once I got a job, finished my apprenticeship, I was kind of like, oh, what's next? So, yeah. a few mates moved down to Melbourne. I followed them down, and then kind of found beaches like. Beaches, water, waterfalls, forests. Like we didn't have any of that back up there, so yeah, yeah. kind of just blew me away. I was like, "God, oh, we have all this here!" Like, yeah, you know, and it's, it's all on your doorstep. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, and that's it. We're pretty lucky here in Victoria, so. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I, I quite like some of the, the, the country Victorian locations, you know, Grampians and Mount Yeah. Massive. You know, there, there's some fantastic spots. You know, Gippsland, there's, there's heaps of places Gippsland, up there. Yeah. Then, then you've got the high country, you know, up, up around, uh, you know, Omeo and all, all those sorts of places, you know. There's, that's it, yeah, all the Alpines up there, yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, fabulous scenery up there. And uh, then, you know, from there you've got all the snow fields and everything, you know. Which, uh, that's it, yeah. I'm just spewing this year. We're stuck indoors. Can't get yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> so how, how do you how do you think sort of growing up in country Victoria impacted on on how you, how you think about the shooting? You, you said you know I've got all this stuff on the doorstep. Was was that really it, or were you sort of starting to think, going, I'll you know, I'll I'll, I'll just try some stuff and see what happens. That was pretty much it. It was just like trying a few things and. It was never back home. There wasn't much to look at. It's just paddocks. It's just dry. It's dead forever, you know. So, but now I love it for Astro. I can't wait to go back and see mum and dad to yeah. get the camera out and shoot the dark skies, you know. But uh, it didn't have so much of an impact, I don't think. Like, it was more just when I moved down here and I was submersed in the landscape. So, I, it just kind of grew from grew from nothing, really. Yeah, yeah. Social media, I guess, had a big influence too. Yeah, no, de- definitely, definitely. You put a lot of uh, emphasis, as you said, on uh, you know getting that impactful image. I guess. Yeah. What, what, what's your what, what's your process for doing that in the field? Look like you know on, when, when you when when you set up the setup. I reckon just clarity throughout the image. You know, it really grabs your eye. I think. Yeah. And then I always put a, a small amount of like, I dehaze it a little bit, take the sharpness down just a fraction, just to make it a smooth looking image, but still really sharp. Yeah, got it. So I reckon if you can focus stack the whole way through, you're laughing, but if you've got a drone or something like that, it's more of a struggle. You're kind of, yeah. you're doing a lot of filtered clarity sliders and you're putting yeah, dials here and there, but yeah, no, a challenge that do, way. Do you do a lot of drone work or? Um, not so much. So you're kind of limited to where you can fly them now. So yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's everywhere, but <laughs> put a lot of restrictions on it. Yeah. So no, nah, it is. It is hard to get the drone out. Like I, I see a few things and I'm like, oh, I should get it out. But you know, I'd love to get it out on the Great Ocean Road. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think. I, I think I've I've seen a, a couple of shots uh, from a from a drone where they've sort of taken it into spots, obviously where you can only get with a you know a helicopter or whatever. But I've seen seen yeah. a couple from sort of down below the the cliff level, looking back, you know, into Lockhart Gorge, for example. Oh right, oh, yeah, yeah, um, it just it just looks magic, you know. But, yeah, that, that you know, area. I guess is, it yeah. just just depends on on. on you know where where you can get it and where where you can you know make sure that you're not getting in someone's uh, someone else's. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So what what's the you know furthest you've ever travelled for a uh, for a shot? Oh, um, I'd probably have to say Great Ocean Road is probably about four and a half hours from me here. Yeah, so that's just for so the some mornings. Yeah, yeah, some mornings of four and a half hours taking, and I'm like, taking a photo and come home. Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the car, I'm out the door, you know. But yeah, I've, I've pulled all nighters, I've chucked days off work. I've like 
see the snow, you know, I'm like, nah, I'm having a sickie. <laughs> a few things like that. But yeah, I reckon Great Ocean Road's probably the furthest for me. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah, no, that, that's a fair old track. So how, how, how much yeah. would you say, you know, obviously the last couple of years has been a bit stupid for travel, but, you know, yeah. how, how far would you say you, you, you'd travel each year for, for just for photography? I reckon I'd put a good 10 to 15,000 Ks. Yeah. I reckon it's pretty much every weekend I'm out, every weekend, every RDA. Then there's a few little trips within the year. We've got the Sapphire Coast each year and yeah, no, a few little things like there, that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it out there. Yeah. I'd move there if I could. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I, was, I was talking to uh, somebody in, um, in another episode, actually, and they, uh, they, they're threatening to... Uh, Drive their uh, camper van and park it on Davy Rogers' lawn and uh, live there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's a, a stunning part of the country that the Sapphire Coast. Yeah, and, uh, I, if I could, you know, if I if could earn the kind of money I earn up here in Sydney down there, I'd uh, I'd be doing it in the shop. Mind oh, you, I'll be with you I think. I've I've been been working from home now for you know uh, over eighteen months. I I, I could probably swing it if I could get out of. Might be on the cards then. Yeah, could be. <laughs> could be. I don't know. That, mind you, there's a lot of other places I'd, I'd love to live too. You know, that's yeah. a common spot for choice. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So what's the what's the most notable experience you've had while taking photos? Um, I reckon it was back in Yosemite a few years back when we could travel. Yeah. I, don't, I was staying in Yosemite Valley and we got up early one morning for sunrise and um, just went up to Tunnel View, look out there. Nice. We drove all night through the dark from Vegas and um, kind of, we didn't see our surroundings at all. So we woke up in the morning, yeah. we got up the top there and just as the sun rose, the valley was full of fog and like just the sheer size of the cliffs there. It was, yeah, it was actually unreal. It's probably the, probably the best I've seen to date, I reckon. Yeah. Just the way the fog was moving, the light came over half dome. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. What about horror stories? Ooh, got a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, not long after the US trip, um, a house got broken into and they took, they pretty much cleaned out the house technology wise computer, oh, camera, hard drives, like everything. So, pretty much lost the entire US trip, which is bit oh, sad no. but um and then you know the usual horror stories like cameras getting wet crashing drones into trees and you know <clears throat> it's not it's uh, not a cheap hobby no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a cheap hobby yeah. so what what about what do you think you've learned about the world through photography i reckon it's taught me just to slow down a bit kick back relax take it all in yeah. You know, just live in the moment. Yeah. Look, Don't be rushed. You, take it easy. Yeah. 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 Have you ever, you know, sort of got to a, a creative rut or, a, you know, hit a creative wall? And, you know, if you did, how did you handle that? Yeah, all the time, I reckon, especially through COVID, you know, like oh, you can't yeah. get out to shoot. You can't, you can't really do anything but edit. So it's kind of, you can scroll socials all day, but you don't really get much out of it in the end. But yeah. I reckon vloggers on um, YouTube, they're probably, it's probably my go-to. Yeah, okay. Well, a few guys like Nick Page and um, Photo Tripper, you know, yeah. just their adventures and watching how they shoot. 
yep. their techniques, what they're thinking. Like, pretty, that, that gets me pretty keen to get back out there, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I watch a fair bit of those guys and, you know, they, I've got to say I'm getting a bit frustrated at the moment because I do look at their stuff and, you know, I think Nick Page and uh, Shane Bloom have been uh, wandering around Arizona taking lightning shots. Oh, mate, those storms. And it's just like, oh, I've got to get out. It's, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> makes, makes me cry inside, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. So. <laughs> Same. I'm just sort of sitting there going, oh, I'd love to be out there. I'd love oh, to be anywhere where I can shoot. You know, I, li- I live yeah. in suburbia and, you know, I know some people that do do that sort of photography, you know. Yeah. I know people that do, you know, that sort of, you know, intimate flowers and bark, tree bark and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Some of them look fantastic and I admire them for doing it, but I just can't see myself getting into the you know nah no i'm the same there i think i i I much prefer that grand vista sort of thing rather than the i mean there's close-up shots which are good but yeah i much prefer the 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 big bold shot i guess proper scene yeah with action yeah so what um what what are you what are your plans when we do get get out of lockdown where where are you going to go what's 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 the first destination First destination. I'm not even sure, actually. My phone's full at the moment. I've got lists here and there, different conditions to try out. Like, uh, it's just growing and growing at the moment. But I reckon I'll probably head back down the Great Ocean Road. I found yeah. a few good comps here I want to try out at sunrise. A few good um, missed Milky Way season this year, but that'll be on the agenda for next year, I guess. But Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Probably back down there, I reckon. Yeah. How about internationally? You, you got any international plans or are you just sort of going to stay local for a while? Probably stay local for a bit till COVID cools down because yeah. nothing worse than going overseas and you get stuck there for a few months or uh, yeah. something like that. But definitely Iceland, the Faroes, that's, that's got to be, that's a bucket list item for sure. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both sort of pretty close to top of my uh, overseas list at the moment. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of, I, I think I've uh, got the, uh, the the wife on side with doing that. She wants to go over and see her parents. She's, she's from the UK. Oh, right. Um, and so from there, it's, you know, not too big a jump to get over to Iceland or to, to the Faroes. I wouldn't yeah. mind the Shetlands either. There's some fantastic uh, spots up there, very similar sort of scenery to to the Faroes yeah. uh, as well. So, yeah, it's a bit of bit of a toss up as to which one I, I end up doing when when we can travel. But I, yeah, I know the UK's number one destination because uh, she hasn't seen her family over there now for oh since since somewhere in 1999. Uh, sorry um 2019 all oh, right eh? yeah so um yeah that that'll be uh that'll be the top of the list but um be, yeah yeah i mean there's there's some lovely places in the uk too you know i really love shooting around there some of the some of the country scenery and some of the coastal scenery around there is pretty good yeah yeah some of the cliff sides they got there are unreal as well like yeah remind me a lot of the great ocean road here so yeah yeah there's some good even Scotland, uh, like Oh, the rock yeah. formations there, the castles, I don't know. Yeah. It's endless. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, it's a big, long list. And, uh, 
you know, pick, picking which one next is always the hard part, you know. It's the hardest bit, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So, um, you know, you're obviously uh, into, into social media and whatever, and I, I see you around uh, Instagram a fair bit, but you're also yep. uh, on Twitter, and I notice you've uh, started to dip your toe in the NFT space. So do you want to tell us a bit about your experience there and why and yeah. what, what you know about it? Yeah, I don't know a great deal about it. I know enough, I think, but it's kind of a bit of a confusing scene. But um, yeah, it yeah, keeps changing too, from what I can tell. That's it. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it for a week, and I'm I'm back to square one, you know. But um, <laughs> no, it seems to be really going off at the moment. There's a lot of a lot of buzz around it. So yeah, thought yeah, early bird gets the worm kind of thing. Jump in and see what happens. But yeah, I've I've noticed uh, quite a few big name. You know, like Shane Bloom and uh, that they they're starting to get into it because the yeah the, the landscape photography sort of market in, in particular seems to have uh, you know started to blow up and in, in uh, you know in, in NFTs. So I, I guess you know for for those that are listening that don't know what we're talking about, you know what 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 is an NFT? A non fungible token. You pretty much <laughs> own the rights to your image. Uh, but you so don't actually own the image. It's yeah. hard. It's a hard concept to grab. That's it. It's it's kind of you own the digital rights to that particular thing. Um, Pretty much, it's a store of value. Yeah. 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 And then you can resell it, or you can print from it. You can pretty much, you know, you can delete it. I guess. Well, can you? I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then the good thing is though, there are royalties on there for the artists. So. Yeah, they, every time I, it gets sold in the future. Yeah, and I think that's that's the interesting part of the, the the market is that you know if you you make your primary sale and that's where you get the the bulk of you know your your, your cryptocurrency. But yeah, um, you know when you know depending on which which way you sell it, if you uh, and and where you sell it, what platform you use, you you can actually pick up uh, royalties for every time it gets passed on in secondary and tertiary sales as well. That's it. I like that idea. Like feeds you down the line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some people, you know, making good coin out of it, but I, I guess there's also a lot of people that are sort of trying to jump on the bandwagon and not sure. But um, have you, have you looked into any of the things? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of people criticizing it for, you know, the greenhouse emissions and all that sort of thing. Have you, have you looked into that in any way? Uh, oh, only slightly. Like it happened to Bitcoin a while ago too, where they were saying, Oh, it's not renewable. It's this, it's that. It's chewing up all the energy. Like so yeah. I'm not, not too sure what to really believe in that scene. Like I haven't really dug deep enough into it to have an opinion really, but yeah. a bit confusing. Have you made any sales yet or? Um, nah, not yet. Nah, not that lucky. Yeah, so still, still, still out there just uh, hanging the shingle out and hoping somebody That's will it, yeah. take I'll, I'll, be, I'll forget to promote him a lot now, so I should get back on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, from what I understand, you know, particularly, you know, it seems to be more specifically in places like Clubhouse or, or Twitter. Um, yeah. Or uh, what's the uh, Discord? And Discord, yeah, that's the other big. Same, one, yeah. Seems to be if you if you get your name known in in some of those chat things like Twitter Spaces or or Clubhouse or or Discord, then you you start to start to gain a bit of uh, attention and you know get a bit of attraction. Yeah. 
you know, and, and some people sort of, you know, will help help you promote it too if you ask them nicely. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm yeah, active enough on the socials at the minute to be to be getting the yeah, most of it. I think I'm, I'm kind of tied up with this at the moment too to be bothered. You know, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Selling my work as well. But the, <laughs> the, the, the other, the, the interesting thing I've started to see is these things called smart contracts, where yeah. You can actually sell um, fractions of the rights, so you can have a single, a, a single digital entity, right? Whether it's a image or a GIF file or a video, yeah. or whatever it is, you know, what, whatever the the object is, the the digital object. But yeah. attached to that is this what's called a smart contract, and so you can actually have multiple owners. Oh, right, eh? So, you know, the, the whole thing might be worth one ETH. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can buy in at, you know, 0.5 of an ETH. And if it sells yeah. then for two ETH, then you you get, you know, that fraction, you know, the proportional fraction of, of that sale plus any royalties down, down plus, the track. Yeah, yeah, right, eh? Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's just that it make, makes it apparently more affordable for people that don't yeah, have yeah, makes a lot you know, sense, yeah. big, big uh, uh, crypto wallets, you know, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's which I certainly don't. I mean, I, I, I know a few people have dived right into it and uh, yeah. it is interesting talking to them and, and trying to try and understand it and keep up with it because it just moves at such a pace at the moment. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. That's it. Yeah. It's hard keeping up with what's actually going on. Yeah. I know. I know. There's been a, a big thing about doing some collections and so forth. I don't know if you have you looked into doing one of those at all, or you... um, no, nah, not really. I'm a bit out of it for that. I think. So. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no worries. So with with your with your socials, I guess that that's where you concentrate most of the effort. What what do you um what do you see as the future there for things like Instagram? You know, with their their recent announcements, you. You, you think it's still going to be a platform for photographers or not? I hope I hope it stays because I reckon they'll lose a lot of users if they just switch to video. Like yeah. TikTok's already a thing, so people are going to use TikTok regardless. But we yeah, need you, see, you see a lot of people just creating the TikTok and then transferring it to a reel in yeah. Instagram anyway, and it's kind of like, well, you've already got it. So I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I it's like their, their base of followers on Instagram, you know, that's kind of like yeah. bulk. That's the home. They just kind of share it around. But, no, nah, I'd like to see it still be for photographers. Like Twitter's good, but it's it's not as good as Instagram. A bit more engagement, I think. People are more willing. People are more open there. So, yeah, yeah. Seems to be the spot to be. Yeah, it's same, same here. I, it, it, and it's kind of hard to hard to know whether or not you you, you should jump. I mean, I I've, I've been on a, a few platforms, you know, five hundred px, and you know, yeah. uh, before that, um, you remember DeviantArt? I don't know if you ever oh yeah saw that. You know that 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 was a yeah. thing for a while, and you know they all sort of seem to go in fads and phases and yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. And popularity. I mean, Instagram has probably hung on for the the longest that I've, you know, sort of seen in terms of photography. Yeah. uh, But I mean, one of, one of the problems I've always sort of faced with it being a a landscape photographer is 
dealing with the the five by four crop you know <laughs> that's the thing that's where i think you lose a lot of your image too when you can't blow it up you can't see the details like that's it the and i get i get a lot of people watching on you know look at it on phones and whatever and they hold their phones in that way but yeah yeah i guess i'm i'm an old fart that uh is used to the old print days and you know taking physical <laughs> photos on film and whatever and uh yeah you know, trying try to trying to keep up with uh where where social media is at any one particular time can be uh be a bit confusing sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so i guess who, who are the particular photographers that are catching your eye at the moment is there anyone that you're sort of following that you go wow i'd, I'd love to be able to do that or you know allow wow i really love what they're doing um i'm always going to say chungy i think because yeah that's yeah. unreal it yeah. just blows me away but um yeah nick page he's always putting out some quality photos one after one and his video making skills too like his filmmaking skills are getting up there so yeah even um Thomas Heaton, he's he's pretty good to watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I work. watch quite a few of them, um, and yeah, he, I, I I really like the way that he sort of he, he's just consistent, and even when he's I I saw um I saw one a while ago where he did a did a bike ride in Norfolk, which is um near where he lives and i, I think, oh, I, think called, I saw that one the yeah, um, ten, 10 boring miles and yeah 10 photos in 10 miles yeah he was trying to take 10 photos in 10 miles in the most according to him the most boring countryside he's ever seen <laughs> but i mean i i just love the way that he sort of look takes that you know creativity and positivity in into what he does you know yeah, it doesn't feel like he's pushing content either. He's just doing his no. own pace, just having a good time, you know. So that's it. Yeah. yeah, no, he's really good to watch, I reckon. So what? What are the? What are four things that you can't live without? Four things. Ooh. I'd have to say air and water and food. Yeah, you know, water and food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tricky one. Um, I'll put my phone on there. Yeah. Need my phone. Need my car. I'd have, I'll put a camera in there as well. Yeah, I, I can't live without my camera. I can't live without nah. a tripod either. And then I'll put my computer in there to edit the photos from the camera. Yeah, fair enough. No, that, 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 that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> so what, what's the what's the thing you like most about being a photographer? Just getting out in the bed, I think. I really enjoy just getting out, walking around, even if it's not a good photo or I'm just scouting a new location. It's... Checking out the area, going for a walk, bit of fitness. Yeah. Just, yeah, seeing new places, I think. Just exploring, really. So where do you most like to explore? I'd have to say the forest at the moment. Probably yeah. up in the high country in Victoria. Yep. Donovan Wang's awesome. Warburton's awesome. Like the ferns there, it's so dense. Yeah. So many compositions, the twisted trees. Like It's just hard to find some decent lights of shooting where you can kind of split up a scene there because... Yeah. It's always so busy, like the leaves, the sticks, and but you do every now and then you get a you get a section of good light and a good subject to shoot. So yeah, oh, the fog's always good in in a forest scene if you if yeah, you get it, but yeah, you don't always get it. Helps really split a scene, you know. Yeah, it it really is a challenging sort of place to 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 shoot. I think in in the forests, it's uh, I mean it's always it's always you know 
the, you always find something, but as you say, it's hard to sort of split the scene up and, you know, yeah. you, you've got to work, I think you've got to work harder in, in a forest scene than anywhere else. I think that's what I like more, you know, you're kind of going for a challenge. You know what you want and you know what you want to get out of it yeah. and it's trying to capture it on site, but yeah, not all the time the weather wants to work with you either. No, that's, that, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it, it's not so bad if you've got a nice waterfall or whatever, but if, you, if you're just trying to get uh, trees and ferns and that, you know, yeah, that sort of filtered light and everything. You know, as you yeah. say, the, the 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 weather doesn't always cooperate. That's it. I've been to some places fifteen or twenty times, you know, and just got <laughs> nothing. So yeah, I'll just keep doing that. I think. Yeah, no, fair enough. Works one day. What would you tell your ten-year-old self? Ooh, don't be a goose. Don't overthink life. <laughs> Take it as it is. <laughs> That's great advice. Relax a little. Yeah. <laughs> don't overthink, you know. But, um, I don't know, really. I don't think I would have listened when I was 10. No, that's the problem. You never do when you're 10. <laughs> Go away, old man. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about, mate? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah, no, well, that, that, that's the problem. You, you you don't listen when you're ten, and uh, you know when someone gives you advice, it's like, uh, what, what, why, why are you flapping your gums? <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you talking about, mate? <laughs> I've got no better. That's it. Uh, so, what what would you tell somebody then that's uh, just starting out in landscape photography? What what sort of tips would you give them? I reckon just learn your equipment, work with what you have, shoot as many photos in as many conditions as you can. I think that's what's helped me most over the years, just learning what light, what, what what light works best, what ISO, shutter speeds, like, you know, you get a bit of movement in the bush, quicker shutter speed or even different apertures, you know. So shoot yeah. everything, anytime. There's never a bad time. Yeah, really so like learn, learn manual. Yeah. yeah, learn manual, yeah. Just do it. Push yourself to you do it. Pretty much yeah, how I did it. You can do it now in digital. I, I, I learned back with film days and, you know, you make a mistake there. By the expensive expensive. way. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you, the the thing is it made you learn quick because you couldn't afford to make too many mistakes, you know. That's it, yeah. And and also there was no such thing, you know. I mean, I've still got my first SLR over my shoulder there on the, on the, um, on the shelf behind me. Um, and yeah, there is no autofocus. It's it, it is all manual focus. So you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there there isn't even a little beep that'll tell you when it's in focus. It's it's a little or a histogram um, or yeah, you've got the little split diaphragm sort of thing in the in the middle. You know. And yeah. When 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 it's in focus, you'll you'll know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, film film definitely taught me how to how to shoot manually. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you didn't have to worry too much about ISO because it was whatever the film was. You know, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, most of the time, well, it depends on what it, what I was shooting at the time, but most of the time it'd be 200, 400. Um, yeah, around that mark. You know, occasionally it. Uh, You'd splash out and get some, you know, eight hundred if you were doing some night stuff for, you know, a thousand. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. You couldn't get much more than that though. <laughs> that was a bit it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, as I say, definitely, definitely taught taught you uh, how to do things manually. Yeah. 
So what uh, what do you like to do when you're not out shooting? Um, I'm pretty much into my fitness. If I'm not at work or I'm not shooting, I'm in the gym or running or on the bike. So got to cool. keep busy, you know. I to answer my pants, but yeah, it's not. Nah, that's another one. No, no, nothing, like, nothing like staying fit because uh, you know if you if you want to if you want to have a, a, a long life in photography, the fitter you are, the better. You know, you can also get to places that uh, you know um, some people can't get to if you if you're yeah, that's it. Uh, Just climb some hills and climb some trees, you know. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. All right, um, I've only got one more question for you, and it's probably the most important one. Um, oh yeah, that, that is uh, pineapple on pizza. Ooh, I'd say probably no, but if it's free, <laughs> yes. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, can, <laughs> there, there are dessert pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Fair enough. Okay. All right, mate. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to uh, sit down and have a chat, Tyson. Um, That's fine. Absolutely uh, love catching up with you. And um, it's really, really good to talk to a guy that, you know, is, has learned himself, knows his craft and, you know, really does a good job. Where, where can people find uh, what you do? Uh, you're best off looking on Instagram at Tyson Waldron underscore photography, or I do have a new website, TysonWaldron.com. Cool. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tyson. Um, I appreciate it, mate. No, anytime. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully once we get out of lockdown, we can uh, organise a shoot together somewhere. That's it. I'll be heading up to get those rock pulls, I think. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks very much. Uh, and uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to Landscape Photography World. I hope you enjoyed the show. Keep listening because uh, there's some great guests coming up in uh, the next few episodes. Uh, you can find my work in this podcast at grantswinburnphotography.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'm Grant Swinburne and I hope to see you out shooting soon. Mm -hmm.